my bow, Kit Kat rings the bells. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> this is not a karaoke episode. <laughs> no, Chantelle has discovered how much Honey loves to play. She loves to play. She likes to be chased mm-hmm. and and like spooked. Yeah, and she loves this toy on a stri- on a s- stick string. It's like three cotton balls with a, a bell a and some tassel and a yeah. little metal thing on a tiny little string. But she loves it, <laughs> and all you have to do is wave it around and whirl it about. Well, and run around too. Yeah, she, she likes to chase after things as well. Which is good. I mean, she's a young little kitten. She needs to be active. She needs to be run around. She's not we as don't young have as the you space. keep saying. Ah, you know, one, one and a half. Still pretty young for a cat. She doesn't like, look Like, you got a lot of energy. Either. I just mean energy-wise. Like, they have a lot of energy. Oh, they run yeah. around. They need to, like, chase and roam. But we don't have a lot of space to let her out and do that. So we have to make do inside. Yeah, she needs to be stimulated because she's been... Sucking on our blankets, sucking holes in our blankets, sucking, chewing, chewing, eating them. Yeah. She grinds them on her back teeth. Yeah. And so we did a little research and found out that that's something that's called Pika syndrome or whatever. And I don't think she has it as bad as that um, said. However, we want to make sure that she isn't doing that. And we, we try to curb it before it gets... To just be a, a habit that's hard to break. Yeah, exactly. Like, so they say she like, hasn't play eaten that many things, but there's that much, two holes but... in one blanket and one hole in another. They're not that big, but still, we haven't seen the fabric anywhere, so it's clearly being ingested, which is bad for her. Yeah. So we're keeping an eye on it now. Yeah. And that's the latest update with the cat. And that's the honey. <laughs> honey loves Jake. Honey sleeps on Jake's. And she besides Jake, she sleeps well, with she you it's taken a while for her to warm up to me as much. But I, I don't know, maybe I because I was sorry. I keep turning away because I'm okay. playing with the cat. Um, because I think I was trying to force my love onto her, and when I started to ignore her, is when she started to spend more time with me. And then you discovered how well you two play together. Yeah, she doesn't you, play with me the same you way. You don't feel yeah. That's kind of funny. Hey. Yeah. I think her and I enjoy the quiet, <laughs> decompressing times. That's funny. And you and her enjoy What's the wild, that? crazy, fun, playful times. What's that say about us? I think it's, yeah, it's a pretty good reflection of our relationship. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I bring the quiet, calm, decompressing. Is that kind of funny, though? Because I like, I'm the one that likes to relax. Relax. I'm I know. teaching you how to relax. So, uh, so you're the meditative person, although you are go, 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 and you need to be doing something. I am a up and at him, go at, that doesn't make sense, but I'm also, I also like to relax. Hey. Yeah, I think we both talk a lot about the things that we want, but we're not good at. We are opposite I the same. Because I talk a lot about, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I talk a lot about go, 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 do, 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 but I look at how much of my day, I, I don't. It's not really that crammed. It's not a lot of go, go, do, do. It's it's pretty chill by most people's standards. Yeah. And I quite enjoy that. I'm like up and going. Yeah, you are. Definitely. Moving, grooving. Yeah, you and like get tired. up and get out the door and go. And I'm like, I'm going to sit here with my coffee for an hour or two. <laughs> and then I'm going to make a nice breakfast. And I'll start working at like 10 or 11. Yeah, <laughs> that's, I wish. 
Actually, no, I would sleep until then. Mm-hmm. I hate getting up in the morning. <laughs> I hate it. Oh, that's Although okay. this morning I got to see puppies, so that's cool. Yeah, you got to find something. But you do it. No matter what, you get up and you get out and you do it. Yeah. Yeah. I'd call in sick. I'd quit. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I used to do that with a lot of jobs before. Mm -hmm. Well, I think you found a job that you enjoy a lot more, too, and that makes a big difference. Yeah. There may be tough days, as there are with any job, no matter how much you love it. But um, yeah, yeah, I think it helps you push through those tougher days when you, you have more of a passion and a real love. For sorry sure. if you're hearing bells in the background. That's oh, the... sorry. No, no, you can continue. I just for our listeners here, <laughs> tell them what's going on. I, I'm. We don't really to... pause or edit our life for these. It mm-hmm. just happens. So, Chantel's playing with the cat with the little toy in the background, and yeah, because that's what's going on. If you're hearing it, I feel really bad to take away from her. She needs some playing. Yeah, but we've been playing a lot yeah. most of the day. Well, it's gonna go on for weeks. I bet. I want to find some other toys, too. Well, they're going to have she to be more like these ones. Totally. <laughs> yeah. She likes the ones that involve Oops, people. Sorry. sorry. She's a people cat. That's what I do like about her. Yeah. She, she loves people. It's nice because she doesn't chew on plants. Yeah. She's attacked some, but right? No, she's sort of like swatted. No, it hasn't really attacked them. them. She just sort of curiously licks or bites a little bit, but that's it. And then she's like, no, yeah. I don't like this. And she goes away. She doesn't eat things. Besides her food, she barely eats her treats. I think that one that I put out for her a few days ago is still sitting over there. No, I tossed it. Did you? Yeah, because yeah, I was sitting okay. for a few days. There you go. So so I've offered her, I think maybe she took a tiny, teeny piece of bacon. But yeah. I've offered her all sorts of things because she comes up and she smells it. And... I offered her a little apple earlier when I was cutting that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, oh, not yeah. interested. Yeah, she doesn't really care. <laughs> She's very particular. But I mean, she like she took quickly to being around us. She took quickly to being around my parents. She didn't really seem to mind um, Aaron being around. When yeah. Aaron dropped by, she was like, "Oh, cool. Who are you?" So <laughs> that's what I do like about her. She's curious, easygoing, curious. Just has a lot of energy right yeah, now that needs to be released through playtime. Even with the bath, um, like I haven't gotten her in with me with water, but she's so curious. She so wants to. Um, but after I drain it, I put her in the bathtub and she doesn't freak out. That's funny. I know she likes to hang out in the sink too. Yeah. I haven't seen her do that as much lately, but no, occasionally you hear some meows and then you wander into the bathroom and she's sitting there in the sink and it's almost like she wants you to turn the water (laughs) on. (laughs) Yeah. Well, we should try that sometime. Yeah. Okay. Well, this episode isn't all about honey. <laughs> Sorry that we spent the Next first seven know. minutes just talking about seven the cat. minutes. We should have just rounded it up to ten. <laughs> Do we have three more minutes of honey talk? I'm just kidding. Not really. Look at you. You're so funny. Well, I mean, we could probably find it. Yeah, but anyways, but what are we doing then? We went back through my 500 writing prompts book and picked out some questions to ask each other because we haven't done a random question episode in a long time. And we didn't really have a plan, so and that, was, that became the plan. <laughs> yeah, so sorry. I'm pretty sure what I chose, it, it's not any ones that we have done before or not. <laughs> we'll find out. I'm sure the answers might change a little, too. It's kind of fun asking the same questions. Exactly. It's going to be different every time. Who wants to go first here? I want to go Ladies first. Ladies first. Okay. Uh, okay, so... um. Hmm. 
How about we start with this one? If you were abducted by aliens, name three reasons why they would send you back. (laughs) Well, first of all, first of all, oh my gosh, uh, they would not abduct me because I'm very good at staying completely under the blankets at night. And everybody knows if you're completely wrapped in your blankets, nothing can get to you. Bullshit, but also sorry (laughs) to interject. Um, he, you do tuck yourself in. It is so funny. <laughs> you somehow get the, the blankets on your sides tucked underneath you mm-hmm. at night. How? How do you know. tuck? It's so fucking but I have annoying. These vivid memories as a kid. Oh my gosh, I can't remember how old I was. It was just after my brother and I got separate rooms. We shared a room for the longest time growing up. Mm-hmm. And then my parents built a master bedroom. And so my brother moved into their old bedroom and we had separate rooms right across the hall. But I remember at first finding it really weird and lonely because Mm. my brother used to be right there next to me. Like we had bunk beds for a while, then twin beds like right next to each other. And all of a sudden I had this whole empty dark space alone and there was this big window that looked out the front of the house, which faced east towards Mount Baker. And I remember we had watched some UFO thing on TV. And I remember in that series, they had a shot of like, you know, light rays streaming through blinds on oh a my window gosh, or something up. at night. And I thought, no oh, way. no, that looks like my window. No, no. And so like sometimes at night, if I got really freaked out, I thought something would come through that window. and Okay. Like that me. is the, the alien thing that I remember seeing that has haunted me forever. Ever. Yeah, light rays. Through it's the just blinds. light through the blinds, and I'm like, yeah. "What movie is that from?" I've been looking for it forever. What? Know. There's a lot of documentaries that have the same. We haven't kind talked about shot. aliens enough, know. obviously. <laughs> no. That's so freaky. Yeah. What was it? Alien movies really freaky. Find... Yeah. What's the, the? I remember this wasn't the one as a kid, but I think it was sometime in my high school the years or just after. Yeah, the fourth kind. Yeah, with Mila Jovovich. Yeah, making that it was sort like, of like a, a documentary. documentary. Yeah, document. it was a mix, like documentary and narrative. It's not real though. I think it was based off of something real. I think I looked it up after. I don't know. Maybe I didn't look hard enough. I can't remember if it's that one specifically. I've watched we a lot of alien stuff because I was yeah, I was very convinced. And I will say, all of those ones from my childhood freak me out. But when I watch anything modern now, it actually is more enticing, and I'm kind of like, I actually hope that they would abduct me. I want to see what's in these things. <laughs> okay, so sorry. So you're anyhow. So why would the they first send me back? Re- the first reason they would send oh, yeah. me back because I would fart. What's what? Everybody farts. Yeah, they're not they gonna throw like you it. back just because you fart. Yeah, I'd fart a lot. They're stinky. <laughs> Who are you? T- what? I don't know why they would send me back. So how about we just go with your answer where they wouldn't pick you up in the first place because you're tucked in like a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I think they'd send me back because they talked to me and they'd be like, oh, this guy's quite normal. I don't know what we want to do with this guy. Send him the back. way you sleep is like, looks like you're tucked into a pocket <laughs> and your arms are out. What kind of a pocket? A poly pocket? <laughs> <laughs> he said, love those. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> I don't funny. know. I feel like I had a bad answer there. Hey, I, I liked your answer, actually. It, it took us elsewhere. It did. That was fun. Little insight. okay what would you do if you were invisible for a day (laughs) (laughs) 
Why do I feel like I have to ask? Uh, is it a work day? Any any day. <laughs> a day of your choosing. You're invisible. You have the whole day. What would you do? Let's say you could pick the day. You can choose whichever day you want. I think I would go to the grocery store. I would pick up all the produce and just chuck it in the air. <laughs> and l- let it drop. <laughs> Look at it for a second like, oh, this pro- or can they hear me? If I'm invisible, can I still be heard? I'd be like, guess, yeah. the fuck with this price and toss it in the air. And people would be like, was that you? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Lettuce is so expensive, guys. <laughs> oh that was God. the first thing that came to mind. But that's just part of the day, I guess. Oh, I would go to Starbucks and take people's coffee. (laughs) Their mobile orders. (laughs) Walk out the door. Close people's laptop while they look away. That'd be funny. (laughs) (laughs) You came here to work? (laughs) Ah, nope. Hmm. That's funny. Unplug people's Teslas in the parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Now that could that could be dangerous. And when or I don't know. I don't. What else? That's funny. I just, I, I admire that your first instinct is to kind of like prank people or fuck with people <laughs> versus my first instinct was to go spy on people. <gasps> Who would you spy on? I don't know. Are you anything kind dramatic, of spying but... on everybody when you're invisible in the first place? You don't, it doesn't matter where you go because nobody knows. Yeah, but I like, you could be right up. I wouldn't really interact with the space is my point, I guess. I would just sort of be there and I'd try what to listen would, in on conversations What's the point in being invisible if you can't fuck with your surroundings? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's why I like that approach that you have. Cool. I think that uh, a whole day, man. But also, like, wouldn't it be cool to go out, like, say not spying on people or anything, but going out in nature and being like, Okay, what do bears actually do when they know nobody's around? Or what do... Yes. You know, when cougars aren't prowling and hunting for young boys. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> um, but like, what do animals do when they're more relaxed and yeah. they know people aren't around? Or take your... <laughs> be a, Tiger? Uh, be an invin- no, be invisible with your camera. Yeah, right? Ooh, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Take like, photos. I think there's something there's something really cool about being able to observe people or animals or situations without anybody knowing that you're there. Yeah. And just seeing how people are. Or animals or whatever. I keep saying people. I would walk around. I just mean whatever you're I would observing. go everywhere naked. Well, for sure. Invisible. <laughs> <laughs> Why bother with clothes? Right. Yeah. Heck with that. Cool. Great answer. Yeah, I think that's good. I liked, I liked Okay, that. my next question for you is, describe the perfect pizza, how it would be cooked, what toppings? Oh, my God. The perfect pizza is the OG pizza, the margarita. Okay. And for those of you who don't know what homemade... OG is, Mom, it's original, not Oyama General. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's. I think as legend has it, it's the first pizza that was made in Italy. And it was made with three basic ingredients of mozzarella, tomato, and basil. Oh, and it's On a flatbread, flatbread crust. I can't speak well today. I'm sorry, guys. Hey, you've done so good. I feel like I'm stuttering so over a lot of words. 
Um, and yeah, I think that's how it would be made. You would make the crust in that traditional overnight manner. But okay, but so, so you would mix everything together, put it in a bowl, let it proof overnight. What? Wake up in the morning, divide it into your little dough balls, let those proof. Like how we do every time. Beat those out into nice little circles. Smother them with a light layer of tomato sauce. Or olive oil. Oh, I know this is margarita. Oh, no, yeah, so, yeah. Sorry. A light little I'm just thinking sort about of pizza marinara now. pizza sauce, you know, but light. Keep it light because you got tomatoes going on the pizza too, right? And if so it's don't thin, want too much sauce. Yeah. Tomatoes got so. a lot of liquid. You got to pay attention to that ratio. And then you would use traditional buffalo milk mozzarella. And you'd cut it in nice big old chunks. That cat is a zooming. Yeah. And you would throw it into a wood-fired oven, and then you would finish it with the fresh basil. Fuck yeah. I was going to ask. And you get that mozzarella just a little crispy brown on top, too. And the crust is, like, shattery, but there's still (gasps) a little gooeyness in the middle. Yeah, this is the perfect pizza. I can't hear you say no more. It's the perfect pizza. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. It doesn't get better than that. Did you get any flour? Yeah. Are you going to make pizza tomorrow? Tomorrow. Thursday. Sure. (laughs) Want pizza tomorrow? I want... Yes, we have most of those. Sorry, it's Wednesday as we're recording, so Thursday is tomorrow. I want pizza. Cool. Let's have pizza tomorrow. (laughs) I wanted to ask you the other day. (laughs) Okay. So this just reminded me. Thank you. That tasted so good in my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I'm such a sucker for very... Basic foods, in Mm -hmm. a way. Like, my favorite donut is literally just fried dough. Yeah, There's no sugar. There's no nut. It's just the fried. Yeah, go to Tim's or whatever. I shouldn't say go to Tim's. Find your local donut artisanal shop. I like (laughs) at least And just get the plain. Flavor. Oh, it's so good. Like the frosting ones. Yeah. I mean, sometimes those are awesome. You like donuts. You'll take any. Yeah, I mean, that's true, too. <laughs> but if you were to say, what's my favorite? What's the go-to? It's like, just give me a box of those plain, just plain fried oh, dough balls. Oh, that sounds so dry. It's so, but that's Make why sure you, you follow it up it. with the coffee. Yeah. 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 All right. Next question coming up here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're laughing at the cat. Uh, you're going to fall. You're going to fall. Okay, this one I chose because... We both early on in our relationship said that we're old souls. Uh, so if you could pick any generation to grow up in, which one would you choose and why? And also, don't limit yourself to one era, like even the 1900s or 1800s, like any no, time in history. I don't think any, I can't ever imagine anything before the 1930s, to be honest. Okay. Um, and then, so I've always thought the fifties for the style. Like I, I love the movie Crybaby and other yeah. movies. You know, make it look good. Yeah. Um, but well, I, I don't like you the love cult- a lot of like pinup style art. Yeah, and- but I don't like the culture of it either. You know, mm-hmm. like it's really hard to say. There's obviously goods and bads for each time. I think you like the, the artistic 60s. expression of the era. Yeah. So I think 50s, 60s, 70s. I don't think I would have gave a shit about the 80s. No (laughs) offense to no one. Um, And obviously I grew up in the 90s and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Yeah. 
you helped explain that <laughs> for me. Yeah. Sure. Cool. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> What's your question? What makes you feel empty? What makes me feel... <laughs> oh, my God. Um, we have to make a whole other podcast about that. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> There's a lot. That emo does. boy over here. <laughs> I'm a sensitive soul. I l- <laughs> What's the next line? Uh, oh, my God. Anyhow, it's from oh, Hakuna Matata, that those that don't know. Um, what makes me feel empty? Right now, it's a lot of the... Uh, Though I have thick skin. Yeah. <laughs> and it hurts. <laughs> when my friends... Never stood downwind. <laughs> and... Uh, okay, anyway, sorry. I If I didn't come up with that, I would have been very disappointed in myself. I'm glad you did. Thanks, sorry. I forgot the rest, too. Please continue. Uh... Was it what makes me empty? What makes you feel empty? And it doesn't have to be super serious. It's always super serious. Well, at least that's how people describe it. It doesn't feel serious to me. Um, But like right now, it's just looking around at the way that we're living uh, as a culture and feeling saddened by everybody's work-life balance and how stressed everybody always seems with work and there's no time to live. You really see that in the winter. Yeah, and I think my emptiness comes from it, uh, from just feeling like I don't, I don't have that same kind of stress in my work-life balance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not, I don't work those kinds of jobs that, you know, where someone demands me to be at a place for certain amounts of time. Like I'm, I'm very fortunate in that regard that I can, kind of pick and choose my work. Yeah. Uh, and it just makes me really sad because I feel like I look out and I see so many of my friends or people I've grown up with and I see them just kind of uh, succumbing to mediocrity, their dreams fading. And it makes me really sad and empty because I don't feel like I have many people I can connect with or who can uh, or who have the time to enjoy life with me. So it makes me feel alone and empty. Well, I'm sorry about that. That's okay. It's not your fault. I have you. I have honey. Well, I guess we're... Well, honey not, because honey is here. But I can be a part of that, too, because I, you know, I can get into that role as well. Mm-hmm. And I go to work every day. And and it can work against me, too, where sometimes I feel like I'm in the wrong and I'm doing something wrong or there's something wrong with me because I'm, I don't want that or I'm not working that hard. I put that in air quotes. Um, You know, and that can throw me into deep funks and depressions because I start comparing myself to the way that everybody else works. But but anytime I've had jobs or or done work that has had those kinds of high demands on me, like I just want to quit or leave. Like I I don't want to stay. I don't enjoy it. It doesn't make me good. I become very bitter and angry and yeah and so i found this is the best way for me to work and i guess there's something in my purpose for being that has to do with showing people how to enjoy life and themselves but i don't fully understand how to do that yet so traffic really brings that out yeah definitely i've I I think it's because people are so aggressive. Uh, of course, I like I'll talk, but I don't drive the way that I talk <laughs> <laughs> when I'm uh, when I'm mad at people on the road. 
Um, but people are so like they tailgate, they're so aggressive, you know, the weather is, it's good right now, but it's still icy out there and they're still thinking they're just acting like fools. And it's, I got to the point where it's like, why the, why am I fighting at all? Like I'm, I can take my time. And so uh, it just becomes kind of funny that way. But you see so many fucking shitheads out there. Yeah. And it discourages you from wanting to go out at all. Totally. Totally. And then that, to me, breeds a different kind of resentment where suddenly I feel trapped because yeah, I can't engage or don't want to engage or I feel like it's silly or not worth the potential accident, which, you know, wouldn't even be my fault. I can be the safest driver out there, but somebody else, exactly. you know, goes too fast through an intersection hits an icy patch and bam i'm involved you know yeah like that's what i really hate about it and those are the things that i think makes me really upset about the world that we're living in and makes me just feel empty and hollow because people then, seem to think that oh that's just the way it is that's what you got to do and i go and grocery but it's, stores but it's not oh yeah that's a different story <laughs> <laughs> that's because it feels like oh what's the game feels like sausage party where if you imagine you don't know, like everything's living right and all oh these foods God. and everything it's alive and then i'm you never see gonna it. be able to eat a hot dog again oh yeah <laughs> the hot dogs are fine it's more the fresh produce when i see sad fresh produce where it's all boxed up in plastic and carted around as if it was shoved through some factory which it was i don't know it just it seems silly especially since i grew up on like working on a blueberry farm in the summers you're like, there's nothing wrong with just grabbing a fruit from a tree and eating it straight up. We have and to this whole to be like there's so many layers in between it in mm-hmm. industrial agriculture that makes it gross. But anyhow. Yeah, we could go on and on. So <laughs> Yeah, can do another. And we don't want to be that. depressing. No. I don't it's not depressing. It's def- Fucking pressing. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. What's cool. the next question? Okay, I have a. It's a bit of a weird one. Uh, okay. why? You're a moth. Okay. What's your flame? What draws you to it? I'm a moth. Mm-hmm. What draws me moth, to something? Yeah. What would you be drawn? to? Okay. Well, I guess sort of. I could say, um, I. When I picked up watercoloring, I think that watercolor painting, um, that could be a good example because I just Mm. sort of felt like it was something I had to try. Yeah. I didn't, I don't, I hate painting. (laughs) I don't have any experience with watercolor painting maybe since I was little and I don't remember. Um, And I just, well, I didn't know it was that hard, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been doing that and it seems to be getting better. And when you said I'm a moth, I thought of being fuzzy <laughs> <laughs> and dusty. You know, when you touch a Is moth. Is that what said? <laughs> no, I just thought I'd bring it back. The first thing I thought of when you said that was yeah. I'm a moth, I'm fuzzy <laughs> or dusty. <laughs> And dusty, because, you know, when you touch a moth and you have yeah. their dust. Isn't that? Oh, that's so sad. I feel so bad. What is that anyway? I have no idea. I have to look that up. Um, I didn't know you were going to go 
to where you were going with that question. But I'll just say that. Yeah. That's, That's it. A great answer. <laughs> you would go towards the arts. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. Watercolors and arts. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just specific. You yes. are nuts, cat. She's ah! <laughs> been running and jumping after this the whole time. Yeah. Okay. My last question for you is name five foods that are better spicy and why? Broccoli. Yes. Yep. We cook broccoli with a, uh, we, we toss around some olive oil, air fry it, and add some fresh chili flake and some salts. Oh my God, Jake. Usually some kind of seasoning salts. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do I the remember? cheese sauce you made? Oh yeah. That yeah, would have been so good too. on top of the broccoli. Yeah, we'll have to do that next time. Shit. <laughs> that sounds so good. Um, What's another one? Better spicy sausages. I think yeah. spicy sausage is way better than sweet sausage. Any kind of I'm sausage. Sorry to my Canadian friends, but maple sausage can't hold shit. Oh, like Again, breakfast spicy sausage. Spicy Italian sausage. Can't. Can't. <laughs> can't. I'm sorry. Um, okay, there's two. Yes. What's a third one? Man, this feels tricky. Like I like spicy foods, but I don't. You know, wings, chicken wings. I yes. think spicy wings. Those are I always like spicy better. Wings. Like, salty wings are okay, but I tire of them really quick. Spicy, salty You wings. like salty. I know. I'm, ah. I like salty, but I can get tired of it. <laughs> okay, there's three. Um, <laughs> what's a fourth one here? <laughs> honey. You ever had spicy Ooh. honey? Not the cat. No. The bee stuff. <laughs> yeah, she bit me earlier. <laughs> yeah, she's... <laughs> when she bites, it's so spicy. <laughs> it's a spicy cat. <laughs> yeah, I love a spicy honey. I, I, I think oh I've tried, gosh. but I haven't. Um, I don't know. Yeah, and it, what's the other? Oh, tequila. Spicy tequila? Yeah, you ever you mean had like, like habanero? No, habanero infused tequila. No, I have not tried that. My God. It's phenomenal. Is that five? Yeah, that's five. I don't know if that counts oh. as a food. It's a beverage. You can but, put it um, in there. Yeah, those are just There's the top line. five that, that come off my head right there. Well, that was pretty quick. Yeah, sorry. I try to keep it rolling. No, you did a good job. <laughs> Pick stuff and keep going. <laughs> what's my last question? What about you? What are, no, you don't have to name five, but like, is there any, what's Everything one thing that you... Everything is good spicy. I fucking love spice. <laughs> Spaghetti. How about your ramen? Ramen, but yes, That's, always yeah. spicy. Like, everything spice it up. Man, I used to right dip my chips in... Frank's red hot sauce. It's not that great, but spicy salt and vinegar? Mmm. That'd be great. <laughs> sure. Go I love it. spicy everything. Okay, this last one's a bit philosophical. Because you always need a philosophical question in here. What? I did not give you one of those. Yeah, you did. What? What makes me oh, empty? Oh, shoot. See? You, Even you, you had know a philosophical me, one. No. Yeah, but this one, it's not. Sad though is it's fine. <laughs> it's not a sad one. That was a sad one. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Hit, hit me. Define what bravery means to you. <laughs> <laughs> bravery is eating hot wings before a nine-hour international flight. <laughs> no, that would be ramen, spicy ramen. 
<laughs> bravery to me, I don't like it. I don't like this question. <laughs> I, I think there's so many different ways to answer this. Yeah, we'll uh, pick one. Pick one uh, and start. It doesn't have to be I like guess the answer. I guess one would be, if we're talking about modern days, it's like being honest. Hmm. Because nobody's honest. Hmm. But if I'm thinking of another century, it would be uh, being able to be queen without needing a king (laughs) and proving that you are a warrior. It sounds like a romance novel. (laughs) No, it's uh, the opposite of that. Is it? (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. Um, I liked where you're going with that honesty, though. Yeah? Yeah. What do you got to add? It it takes a lot of courage to be honest. Yeah, you're... I mean, It's a very like, brave thing to, you know, to speak exactly what you think, even if you know a lot of people won't agree with that or might attack you for that belief and thought or even for for even just you know hinting that it exists opening up a, people are the very conversation. afraid of ideas and expression and yeah. um so it takes I, yeah i agree with you right i think it takes a lot of bravery and well and i think i see like on to be honest for online a lot obviously mostly online is um people are um trying to give people advice but not taking their own advice kind of thing where they're encouraging honesty but not actually being honest yeah and we're to a point where it feels very obvious that it's just like huh i saw a clip from i think it was a comedian who was on joe rogan's podcast and he was talking about that but from his personal perspective where he said he was trying this thing in his life where if he saw something on the internet or a post or or even in a conversation, if he was in an interaction with somebody, physical or digital, if he had this urge to tell them to do something, to give them advice or provide a solution for their problem, he wouldn't say it to them. He would just do it himself. So if he felt like telling someone to, you, it sounds like you should meditate some more. He was like, I'm, I'm just, he, he would just go off and meditate some more. Okay. Or like, it sounds like you should shut the fuck up. He was just, Shut the fuck up, you know? Like, hmm. he would just do that. Interesting. And he said he found, like, he was becoming a profoundly better person from it. For sure. And and those th- things that would have annoyed him from the outside world didn't really annoy him so much anymore. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, he just kind of lived the solution instead of talked about it. I definitely There was a that. second point that I thought of there. Something about being honest. Yeah. And him living. and living your truth. <laughs> something. I don't advice. Know. Yeah, and giving people advice. Don't give Not people advice. Not giving people advice. Yeah, I think I kind of generally agree with that. Like, it's really silly to give people advice. Well, or try to tell them what to think. No, of course. I feel I like those are two different things right there. You just mm. said advice yeah. and telling people what to do or think. 
two oh, different things. I think things. that's the way advice is generally given these oh, days. Well, it's a, I guess it's it just depends on form. your approach and how you Ooh, express it. Keep going. Okay. Yeah. What? No, we can keep going because there's a – well, I just – I had seen something recently that a friend had posted on Instagram where it was a – like here are some um, – like, here's a bunch of knowledge and talking points that you can spit out at people in your family gatherings when they bring up uncomfortable conversations. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Yes, but think about how that's going to actually go down. It's going to create a confrontation. Well, let's hope that person is smart enough to know what not to fucking say. Like, we are... I counter this by, let me follow this by okay. saying, I don't think that the way to have those kind of heated conversations, nothing in that involved asking the other person what they thought and why they thought it. Okay, well, I guess without ha having read them, I can't say anything about them. Yeah, but it was just a general trend that I've noticed through a lot of online media call or people out thing yeah it's this very call somebody out throw facts in their face tell them why they're wrong and that's gonna bring them over to your side and i've never seen that work yeah no because I when i'm confronted by something my general response is to push back but when somebody asks me about what i think why do i believe it you can generally lead me into my own thought loops on my own right like where you where then i'll suddenly say oh my god i'm stupid for thinking that because you've asked questions that made me say something. Yeah. Sorry, and that's yeah. great. Sorry. I, all I want to say is that it really depends on questions or topics. It really depends on what you're talking about. This could be like, do you believe in Hitler? To, I don't like the way that you make me feel when you call me fat or something. You know, like it's. Oh, these were like politically charged okay, ones. Okay, you didn't say Sorry. that. <laughs> Right. Okay. So totally don't have those conversations at Christmas. Yeah. It's, How about you it's have like, it on one-on-one? -on -one? I get it. But without yeah. <laughs> knowing that and the facts and the questions and this and that, it's really, really hard to say. Yeah. It was it's like very about, broad. What do you say when you disagree on abortion or gun legislation hey, or blah, You should blah, just blah. be like, like, hey, call me. We'll have a coffee. But it had just all these facts to spew out as I was reading it, right? And I thought, that's that's never been a productive conversation that I've had with somebody. Anytime I start arguing facts, it, it becomes just silliness, right? Like, and, and nobody seems to agree on anything because they dig into their position. But anyhow, the other thing I remembered on that about what defines bravery... Um, it was reminding me of the Rhythm Zero or that art project with uh, Marina. Mm, yes. Can't remember her last name. But how she stood there yep. for six hours and let people do anything and everything to her and almost kill her with a loaded pistol. Yeah. She, she her set out like drink her blood. 72 items or something. And then mm -hmm. she just stood there and said, I'm an object. Do what you want with me. Yeah. And people started off doing nice things and then other, and then people progressed to doing really nasty things. Like you said, like actually cutting her throat and sucking her blood, mm -hmm. opening her blouse, revealing her, her um, chest 
And uh, yeah, somebody pointing, a, putting a gun in her hand and pointing it at her. Mm-hmm. And then someone else took that gun out of her hand. And then after how long? Six hours. Six she hours. Stood there. Okay. Well, and then six hours after? Yeah. And then she started to move finally on her own. And people realized she was human and they scattered. Yeah. Like she started walking towards them. Little scaredy cat, rat, piece of shits. Yeah, and it's so fucking weird to even, like, put that in my mind. But that, to me, is sort of that definition of bravery, though. Like, where you are not afraid to be present and be yourself. um, And both surrender yourself completely to other people. um, But also, I think, fully aware of the power that you wield just being a fully formed human being and then also being okay with what people might do Mm -hmm. to you that like like she could have she could have literally she could have really died i mean someone could have killed her and it would have been i mean she would have obviously had to think thought about the possibility of that and so being okay with that and just like yeah that's another so fucking nuts. Everybody should go look that up. Yeah, totally. Because it really shows you, I guess, the the true nature of humanity. Right? And so I yeah. guess that's where the bravery comes in. It's like, you, you know, when you're just yourself. And if you believe in something and want to test it, you know, like I guess for her, testing that theory, would people actually kill me if presented the opportunity? Hmm. And just fully trusting that people won't. Yeah. Like, wow. Trust. Maybe trust. Maybe that's what it comes down to with bravery. Trust. Totally. Well, there's got to be a bit of both. Like, if you're going to be completely honest with somebody, um, you know, say a a partnership relationship, um, you have to be honest and trust, trusting at the same time. Yeah. It's just... Things that go hand in hand in a way. Well, it's how you receive trust, right? It's by giving it. Same with respect and so many of those other positive emotions, right? Yeah. Love. I'm sure I'm forgetting another one that people commonly <laughs> use. <laughs> All sorts of things. Yeah. All right. Well, on that heavy note, yeah, we're done. Yeah, well, it started off funny. And then you made <laughs> me have to speak clear and think (laughs) it's still funny the good news is she's alive we're all alive we're here we're in our basement with our beautiful cat and life's awesome these are just thoughts and experiments and pontifications and entertainment for you and chats Mm -hmm. opportunities to grow and experience uh new perspectives on life yeah cool all right uh thanks for listening thanks for supporting the podcast Follow us on Instagram at Pair of Dinks. Give us some love on Patreon if you're into that. <laughs> uh, Patreon Pair of Dinks. I don't know. Type that into and Google. And follow Honey at Honey Cat Tales. Oh yeah, and Honey T-A-L-E-S. has her own Instagram as well. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Say that again. It's what is it? Honey Cat Tales. Honey Cat T A L E S. Yes, like stories, tales. But it's a pun, because cats have tails. (laughs) (laughs) We're funny. (laughs) See you later. Bye.